good shot. Oh, brilliant! Absolutely brilliant by Patrick Bamford. Kane! Welcome to the St. Martin's Football Show. On today's show, we'll be looking back at the final day from the Premier League. The saw action at the top, obviously the title race, the top four race, well, mathematically anyway, the Europa League and Conference League places and the relegation places all up for grabs as well. So a very exciting final day. And as I said last week, it was a day that saw any position could be changed as well, whether that be middle of the table um, and what have you as well. But um, if you're a Man City fan, you're a Tottenham fan, in a way United fan or a Leeds fan, you'll all be happy with the final day. And to look back at it, well, for Max anyway, be buzzing about Tottenham. They didn't mess it up on the final day, getting top four. Um, Lloyd, I suppose, should be happy with Arsenal. Really good season. And probably to have a moan about Man United is uh, Alex Daisley as well. And we'll also be doing our Premier League awards and looking back at the dare I say it for my sake, the predictions as well. But we'll start off with the action, which um, was obviously the main action was at the top of the table. Both teams at home, Man City and Liverpool. Um, Man City obviously knew they all they had to do was win as well. They actually went behind after 37 minutes through Matty Cash as well. Um, who's played every minute this season, the only outfield player to do so as well. That was all cheered on because Wolves took the lead at Anfield after three minutes. Liverpool's defence looking all over the pace. Pedro Neto with the goal there. Marnie then equalised. So obviously at that time, Villa were winning, Liverpool were drawing. Um, in that game as well. Then Aston Villa made it 2-0 just after half-time. Philippe Coutinho, it had to be Coutinho scoring as well. In that stage, you're thinking Aston Villa 2-0. If Liverpool can get another goal, they'd go on and win the league as well. But a brilliant comeback from Man coming off the bench. 76 minute. Then Rodri with a brilliant finish, tucked in in the corner in the 78th minute before... Gundogan stepping up and brilliant finish again in the 81st minute as well. And Liverpool uh, at Anfield did get two goals um, later on, Salah and Andy Robertson. But in the end, despite Liverpool winning, it wasn't enough to win the league. And it was Man City that went on and got their fourth um, Premier League title in five years. And the Pep Guardiola um, as well, showing why you know they have been one of the, in terms of squads and best teams, one of the best English football I've probably ever seen. And... Lloyd, it was, uh, well, I said a few weeks ago that it wasn't going to be a very exciting title race and whatever, but the final day did, did turn out to be one of the, the most exciting final day and title races we've seen probably ever. Yeah, the, the final day was incredible, to be fair. Like, you can look at every part of it, every single race was, it was really good, to be fair. But like, obviously, then, the City-Liverpool, the games were, well, incredible, like, it is. I still can't really believe it that City went two 0 down to Villa. Like it, it was literally everything all Liverpool fans imagined. You know, Coutinho scoring the, scoring the second. Like, like it's all going to plan, and then we'll see. It's got like three goals in five minutes. Like it's, it's so ridiculous. Like 
like it, if City would have lost 2 0, you would have said that was an incredible, incredible result. Never expected that ever. The, the point they came back as well. Yes. I mean, obviously, a lot of people comparing it 10 years ago to Aguero with that Gundogan moment. But I mean, you know, it's a genius to bring off Bernardo Silva and bring Gundogan on. But um, Alex, I said about Man City being one of the best squads in ever in English football. Where do you think it ranks? Because obviously, you know, we saw in Atletico Madrid when obviously they weren't playing the best. They have basically a wrestling match and now they've shown it again that they have real determination, didn't they, even when they're not playing very well? Yeah, they're a good team. You know, I don't think anyone, even the most hated City, you know, could never agree they're, they're a good team. They're, they're a top team with top players. But, um, yeah, it was a bit weird, it was, because it, it, it didn't... I just don't know, you, you're watching them, and when they went 2-0 down, they looked, they looked, they looked done. They looked done, and I just couldn't see how they were going to come back as whole three. I can see them getting back, back to all, but... I suppose that's what football, and that's why football is so popular because I just didn't see it coming. And fair play for it, turn it around and score three goals in five minutes. I don't know. I don't know if any other team could do that in the history of the Premier League. To be honest, it was it was just remarkable. I couldn't. I don't know. If, I don't know if Villa took the, the eye off the ball, but they had nothing to play for, so I, I can't imagine. So yeah, fair play to. I mean, absolutely incredible turnaround. You know, credit where credit is due. And obviously. Max, you have got to say for Liverpool is going to be, you know, heartbreaking for their fans, but they have got the Champions League final to come on the weekend. They've won two trophies. I mean, obviously they can't get a quadruple now, but still a very proud season for Jurgen Klopp and his players. Yeah, I think I think that's true, especially being able to win the Cups, um, which is something that I think people have been uh, maybe poking fun at Liverpool for, for not doing that. And, you know, they've, they've definitely addressed it by winning both of them this season. Obviously, you know, it says a lot about them that it's disappointing not to win the quadruple. Um, you know, they still you know, could win the the travel, which would which would be really you know an incredible achievement. But um, yeah, it just shows the levels that they're at. Where you know they were, you know, they're going to have played every single uh, game they could have potentially played this season. And and um, yeah, I mean, it, testament to, to to what Klopp has done. But yeah, they they're definitely uh, in need of a of a, of a break now. Uh, just playing so many games and really tested the squad and um, yeah I mean astonishing as always I think with Liverpool Well as I said a very exciting final day congratulations for my gritted chief to Man City they have performed very well um, this season as well and probably you know do deserve the title especially when like Alex did three goals in what five minutes as well any team deserves to win the league on that as well but they were unfortunately like we've seen all week um, it was the pitch invasion at Man City and Robin Olsen, the Villa goalkeeper, got attacked as well, which obviously does put a dampener on the day um, as well. But, you know, if you're a Man City fan, the title parade after seeing Jack Greenish hammered, I mean, it was all probably... Can I just say something about, about that incident? And I'm annoyed at Steven Gerrard. You know, who, who is he? Who is he, Steven Gerrard, with Liverpool fans? Now, I've, saw, I've seen Liverpool fans pick on children when they beat us in the in the Carling Cup final. He has the nerve to say, well, I'll leave that to Pepperman City. No, you won't leave that to Pepperman City. You cannot stop one idiot doing what he did. And how people have not called that stupid Scouse person out for that is incredible. It just shows how stupid and how crooked football is in this country. Why hasn't someone called him out? Because I was there when their fans were abusing our fans Kids, women, because we lost. You know, Cardiff City, middle of the championship, losing to a so-called big team like Liverpool. So why hasn't no one brought that up? Why did he say, I'll leave it to Pepper Man City? 
I, I'm a bit confused, you know, because he lost and because he's never won a Premier League and he's never won nothing with England. He's really gone down on my estimations, Jed. I don't feel like I slammed that year. I really do. Because I, I think he was disgusted and it just it shows how bad the press are and the media that no one brought that up. No one said, oh, excuse me, Stephen. What were we going to say? All Liverpool fans are perfect. You know, it was disgraceful what he said and no one brought him up about it. If I was Pep, I'd have gone right for him and said, what do you mean? Leave it to me. How can Pep be blamed for something? You've got, you got to leave it to the FA and the police, really, haven't you, to investigate? Well, yeah, and I thought it was disgusting. Pep, I, think, I think Gerard should be brought, given a disciplinary warning for what he said. I thought it was disgusting, but no one seemed to pick up on it. I don't know if it's because Man City already won the league, so they don't care what some idiot that's where never won the Premier League thinks. I don't know. But it was just, I couldn't believe what I was listening to when he said that. I don't mind him saying, look, the Man City stewards, you know, leave it. But to, to, to say leave it to Pep and Man City, I thought was absolutely disgusting. It just showed what a child he is and what a child footballer dies because Liverpool lost the league and I'm glad they did. And I hope Madrid stuff them on the weekend as well because I think that I'm fed up of the press in this country. You know, Liverpool do nothing wrong. Liverpool, you know, it just annoys me. Absolutely annoys me. I think everyone apart from the Liverpool fans will be supporting Real Madrid. So I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I know the Cardiff fans. <laughs> but you said about Liverpool they've already started strengthening next year they've signed finally signed Fabio Cavallo from Fulham from the 1st of July 5 million plus another 2.7 million in add-ons whilst for good youngs to sign and Aston Villa to finally finish have signed their own um, well I see pretty superstar really been linked to United one player couldn't get over the line. He's just been linked with a few other top teams, Barcelona, but he's gone to Aston Villa, Bubakar Kamara on a five-year deal from Marseille as well. So it would be a very good signing for Aston Villa. Um, as well, then looking elsewhere down the Premier League table, Chelsea knew they secured third, so it was all done there. Watford obviously already relegated, and it was Chelsea to 1-2-1. Kai Havertz with a goal after 11 minutes. Dan Gosling in the 87th minute before Ross Barkley. It's going in the 91st minute as well. And Chelsea, the first team in Premier League history to go the whole season without being behind at half-time as well. And obviously, they're obviously being boosted off the pitch because obviously that's where all the talk have been this week that the Premier League and the government have uh, accepted their new takeover um, of their owners as well. I think they've already said they're putting £200 million in this transfer window as well. So obviously, it'd be an exciting transfer window and really good that Chelsea, well, if you're a Chelsea fan, that's your your club has got the um, safety and the security they need now. Obviously, after loads of months of uncertainty um, as well, and also that was the final game for Mike Dean, the Premier League's longest-serving referee. Obviously, what 20 years, 500, 560 games, 114 red cards, 2,000 yeah cards handed out altogether. So obviously, a legend of the game. Um, but he's now retiring as well, which for some people, a lot, well, a lot of people will say that's a good thing because, you know, he had made some terrible decisions, especially over, but, um, you know, obviously sad to see a legend like uh, Mike Dean go. And then the other main race um, of the day was the top four race that saw um, Max's team, Tottenham, comfortably beat Norwich 5-0. Kulisewski with two goals, including a... A brilliant second goal as well. Made up for it, obviously, after two minutes earlier, missing a, an open goal as well. Harry Kane got one and Song getting two as well to get a golden boot, which we'll talk about later on as Tottenham 
won 5-0 um, as well. Quickly, Max, for I, I want to talk about your top four. Happy with the performance. Kuliseski looks like he's going to sign permanently as well, and Christian Romero. I mean, he's, he's only looking up at Tottenham. Yeah, it really is. Um, and I mean, I don't know if we'll talk more about it later, but obviously looking like the, the, the you know the club will invest more as well, which is uh, promising. But about the game specifically, uh, you couldn't really ask for much more. The pressure was on, I suppose. I mean, you say it was still against you know Norwich, the, the team already relegated bottom of the league, but it was still an important game, and you still need to get something from the game. Um, and you know, not only did they get something, they got five goals, didn't concede a goal, and also uh, were able to to get Son his golden boot, which is um, you know fantastic for him. Really deserves it. Um, and yeah, topped, you know, finished off a, a great season. And um, yeah, I mean, it was really, really, really great to see. You know, they didn't really. I feel the pressure, um, and especially player players like um, the new signings, you know, Sean as well. Um, could have said, as you said, but also Benton Kerr. You see the experience that he has, even for a young player. You know, he's he's played in cup finals. He's, you know, won the league with Juventus. And you saw that he wasn't phased by the pressure. When I said, you know, even if it's against Norwich, and there's still pressure there. And, and Spurs have definitely crumbled under it before. But um, they, kept a, they kept a cool head and, and, and they got it done. What nationality is that Bento you talked about? Uh, he looked really good, I thought. He's, he's Uruguayan. Uruguay looked good, yeah. Did you play for Uruguay quite regular, I'm assuming, yeah? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheers, he looks good, looks very good. One to watch out for in the World Cup then. But obviously, you know, we have said top four now secured. Um, and say Antonio Conte, when he come in, you were ninth in the league. Um, with 10 games to go, you was eight. So you had obviously... Eight, Chelsea were in third, Arsenal fourth, Man United were fifth, West Ham sixth and Wolves were seventh and yourselves were eighth. So you were six points off it. Um, obviously, you had a game less than Arsenal. I mean, what a lot of people have said, obviously, you know, Conte goes there for two years, does a job, wins your trophy and, you know, goes wherever. But, I mean, what a job he's done. I mean, we'll talk about manager the season later on, but he's definitely got to be up there because he's come in. When Tottenham was struggling, you was what eighth, ninth, and you've got top four. Yeah, admittedly, Arsenal, you would bottle it, and United have been poor second half of the season. West Ham have focused on Europa League, but I mean, you've been brilliant, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. You see the the impact that he made, but also I think the the impact the signings have made. As I said, um, it was really good business. Um, and we were talking about Benton Kerr. We signed him for I think sixteen million, rising to twenty something, which is quite ridiculous, really. Um, obviously. Uh, Pratici, the director of football, used his links to, to Juventus as well. But um, no, I mean, it, it was really, uh, really incredible job that he's done. And um, I mean, he said multiple times for Conte, you know, described it, the potentiality of doing it as a miracle. And um, the fact that he achieved it, I mean, it is obviously depended on, on other teams, maybe dropping points like Arsenal. But, you know, he still did it. And specifically, you know, defensively, such an improvement. And I think, honestly, the most... You know, it, I suppose the best part about it is seeing players improve and their performances improve. Um, players like Ben Davis as well, I mean, has been outstanding. Uh, it, you know, playing as a centre back, slightly different position, but you know, he's 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 been been really good. I suppose um, just been it. Conte, you know, he's done it at other clubs in the past. Is being able to get the most out of players, and I think that's a sign of a good manager when you can you can take a, a player, recognise their strengths, and and play to them. So yeah, really impressive. 
we say we'll talk about Mandarin and Son later on, but I mean, brilliant final day. And, you know, yeah, like you said, it was a bit of pressure, of course it was, but, and you come for it in flying colours as well. So well done to Tottenham for getting that fourth position and playing in the Champions League as well. And as I said, investment next year, 150 million, I think one of um thing you released a statement on the other day being put into the club as well. So obviously you can only look at for Tottenham um, as well. It can only probably look, up for Arsenal, obviously the youngsters will only get better as well. Just fell short though this season. Got to give them a lot of credit as well, especially where I predicted them to come um, as well. Good final day though. Martinelli scoring. Eddie Nketiah is now set to stay, sign a five-year deal as well. Cedric scoring. Gabriel and Martin Odegaard scoring as well. Martinelli, Bukayo Saka, Cedric and Nicolas Pepe with the assists. Donny van der Beek did score for Everton um, in added time in the first half. As well, obviously, he's going to be returning to Man United on loan as well. But Lloyd, obviously, we'll talk about your season later on. But a really good final day performance and good way to end the season. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good game. Admittedly, my uh, my full focus wasn't really on the Arsenal game because we, we weren't really playing for anything the way Spurs were playing this night. But yeah, it was, it was good performance and it really dominated. It was like it was like half hour win. To the first half, and we had like 90% possession or something. Like, we were clearly the better team on the day, dominated, created loads of chances, and scored loads of chances. It was a really good, really good game, really good way to send, send our season off. Yeah, we'll talk more about your season um, later on as well, but good way to end it. And then it was a race for the Europa League and the Euro- Europa Conference League places as well. Man United were in pole position for that. West Ham knew they had to win as well. At Sellers Park, there it was, Crystal Palace. They beat Man United 1-0. Wilfred Zaha scoring after 37 minutes. <sighs> just sums up our season mistake. Bruno Fernandes, a throw-in, just smashes it anywhere. Zaha catches Lindelof out. And then it's a, a really good finish um, as well for a really good victory as well. And then luckily down at, oh, I see luckily for a Man United fan, um, at the Amex Stadium down in Brighton, West Ham had scored early on. Uh, Antonio with a goal and a brilliant second half performance on Brighton. Veltman, Pascal Gross, who's out of contract, set to sign a new deal. And Danny Welbeck, who's also out of contract and set to sign a new deal, scoring um, as West Ham going to Conference League and Man United going to Europa League. But back on to Man United, it's Alex. Season's finally over. Um, I mean, look at the stats. Ralph Wanganick finished with the the worst record in terms of wins, 37.9% since 50, in 50 years now since Franco Favell in 1972. I don't want to go too much on him because I don't think it's been down to him. But, I mean, how would you reflect on, on our season? I mean, I, I do want to say one positive, though, that I saw a stat this week that in terms of most days spent... At the top of the Premier League table, Man United 14 days to Liverpool's 11. So, you know, I'm clutching a straw here, but I mean, how would you reflect on nothing? I don't think there's any more adjectives or nice no, ones you I, can say, can you? It's just been one to forget forever. My, my problem you've got, in my opinion, is you're 20 years off now, easy, because the money you've wasted is phenomenal. The absolutely phenomenal. Now you said Spurs got 150 million. The way prices are going up, that's going to buy you what? Two players, three players, because the prices have gone so crazy. But Man United are light years, are light years 
the money you've wasted just shows how bad your scouting people is, how bad your managers have been, how bad your players have been. To buy Pogba for £91 million, regardless of what you think of him, and give him away on a free just sums up Man United completely. Well, yeah, me. considering we bought him for, what, £90 million, we gave him away for free, bought him for £90 million, now he's going for free. But, I mean, that, you shouldn't be worried about that. We're getting rid of you good... You shouldn't dead. be worried about yeah. that. Are you joking? He's getting rid of dead wood. He's getting rid of dead wood or not. You cannot buy a player for ninety. No, no, I know. I, I get that point, but I mean, and sell no. and give him away for nothing. That's just that's just that just shows yeah, how bad United is run. But that, you bought that's Sancho sure, yeah. for seventy-five million. That was fifty million too much. You bought the players you've wasted money on. It's embarrassing. Bruno Fernandez. He was fifty-one point six million overpriced. He had a couple of blue spells. He's been atrocious. Not even average. He's been way below average. Maguire, way, way, way below average. You haven't got a good player in that. Other than Ronaldo, he and De Gea, they're the only two players that can come out last season with any credit. The rest of them are an embarrassment. You've had Rashford, who you've destroyed. Lingard, destroyed. Alanga, he has a few bits and bobs here, but then he just goes quiet because he ain't good enough. You are literally light years behind Arsenal, Spurs, you're, you're billions of years by Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea. You're never going to catch them, in the, not in your lifetime, because you are literally, no one, no one is going to want to go to Man United. And this is what Tard, I don't think, has, has thought about. He's not going to get players. Oh, Sancho, yeah, wrecked his career. Tick. Pogba, yeah, wrecked his career. Tick. There's not a player you've done well with and brought on. Ronaldo, OK, one of the best players in the world, so... Fair enough, he's only got one more season left, bless him. I don't think he'll go on for much longer, he's too old. But I, I honestly think when you look at City and Liverpool and Chelsea, they're, they're about 15 years ahead of you. Arsenal and Spurs, I would say, are about 10 years ahead of you. And I honestly think that you have got no chance of bringing in any top player. No top player will touch you like a barge pole because you are an embarrassment. Not just the players, the club, the owners, the fans, you know, your scouts, it's a disaster. You've got to literally start from nothing. You've literally got to start from, from nothing and build your way up. And you're going to have to be patient because you ain't winning anything other than possibly a League Cup for the next 20 years, in my opinion. And Champions League, don't even talk about Champions League. Because if you get into the Champions League, you're going to embarrass yourselves. You cannot play Champions League football with our squad. It's embarrassing. Well, no, it's we are going to have a new squad, right? We've already well, we'll, got about five... Transfers already lined up. Yeah, really. but let's be fair. Are those five transfers going to have the, the impression that Hangerland is going to have at Man City? Be honest. But the other clubs are also going to sign players too. Exactly. It's not, it's not and I think if you've got a choice here of Spurs, London-based club, or Man United, you ain't going to go to Man United. You're going to go to Spurs. You might get paid, say, five Well, I mean, so there's already one example, Pau Torres, who's been linked to Tottenham and he looks like he's choosing Man United. So well, that, all I'm saying is, because if you turn down Spurs with a great manager, great players like Kane, Son and the players that Max has mentioned to go to Man United, you are absolutely stupid. That's but he doesn't even want Pau Torres anyway. Because no one's going to choose you now. They're going to choose Man City first if they can, then Liverpool, then Chelsea, then Spurs, then Arsenal. I would even probably you, say you pick, you pick Chelsea over Tottenham at current time. Well, the prob- you probably would because I think Chelsea is still probably the third best team up there, you know, at the moment. So yeah, you probably London yeah. Club again, which is a big draw for people in London. So obviously, a city if you've got money to live in, 
So I honestly think you're six or seven found the pecking order for players, top draw players. I don't know what the deal was to bring the the not Hangman, obviously Haaland into Man City. I don't know if he was linked to Man U or Chelsea or any other bigger clubs around Madrid. But I don't know if he's paying sixty four million for him, but ridiculous amount of money. But I don't think Man United would even look at it now. Harry Kane wouldn't touch Man United for I think for all the money in the world. Because he knows his career could be destroyed. And I think that's the problem you've got. I don't think any top players are going to go to you. Because I think you might have the history, but the moment your club is an absolute disaster zone. And I think you'd be first to admit that. I I honestly think you're not going to be competing with those clubs. But I think Arsenal will, will invest better than you. I think Spurs will invest better than you. I think Chelsea will invest better than you. I think Liverpool will invest better than you. And I think Man City will or already have invested better than you. So I honestly think you're going to struggle to get anywhere near the Champions League in the next two, three years. I really do. You think, obviously, new manager Ten Hag has come in. He's already started to make changes with the board, the players. He's cancelling. He's a good guy. Yeah, he did. yeah. He's cancelling pre-season games that were booked yeah. in Preston. No, he... I mean, he's completely cancelling, changing but, everything. But, but I mean, he's not a miracle do... worker. He literally, he, he cannot do it all. You know, he, well, no, I but he's. He's a positive signing, Leon, but he doesn't play on the pitch, does he? And that's what I'm saying. Well, no, but he's just changing the whole mentality already of the club, isn't he? But that's going to take years. Well, no, he's 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 going to take years, Leon. I assure you, especially with the way football is going. Clubs are not, you're not going to be sitting, say you've got a top player in Italy, I don't know who the top player in Italy is, and you've got a choice of Spurs. London-based club, cracking manager, good youngsters, can see what they're trying to do, and you've got Man United, massive club, probably the biggest club in the world still, with Madrid, not, not, no issue with that, but they're disgraceful, they've wrecked people, people are unhappy there, Pogba's unhappy there, everyone seems to be unhappy there, like, what are you going to choose? Let's be realistic. But, but, we're, go, but we're going under 10, Arg, you've seen that with... Under 10, Arg, you're not even your manager yet, is he till the 3rd of July? Well... Well, he's already started. And we got a defender from Ajax for 30 million, I think, during Timber. Did you get, did you get what... Donny van der Beek from Ajax? Yeah. So, we're going in. We're no longer signing superstars. We're going down a different route. Of which players? Yeah, but. Well, youngsters. Which Friday superstar? But but, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to take you. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they won't get. They, they will not become good players. But it's going to take a, a hell of a long time to. Get what the, what the, the stages needs to be next year. Aim needs to be top four, and then you know but if when it's you were this year, Leon, your aim to be is to stay in the league. Because no, you no, can't no, say your no, option no, now is top uh, four. Next next season, the aim should be right. No, the plan should be top no, four. Top, no. Yeah. Why should it be top four? Man, we should be in the Champions League. Arsenal should be saying top four. Spurs should be saying top four. Chelsea should be saying top four, and Man City and Liverpool. You shouldn't. You should just you should just look to to, to play better, bring your squad closer together, reconnect with your fans. Top four. four. So you're, you're talking. You're, you're, you're an illusion. It's no next way next season, four. plan should be top four. Then the set, obviously, trophy. Obviously, we have one. You can title win then. No, no, but then I'm saying second year. Then if we haven't won a trophy next year, then the second year of his reign will be a trophy. And then over the next two, three, four years, then if stick with Ten Hag and then build towards the title. Yeah, it's going to take five, six years to to properly challenge. You've got to give him time. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. This is modern football. You've got to give him time. 
No, it doesn't. It, it, I, I can assure you, it don't work like that. Going, no, no, I know it doesn't work, but we got to give him time. Right. Oh, it, but I'm not saying you haven't got to give him. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying to you is, I can assure you, you are nowhere near top four. You're nowhere near it. You're years away from it. And what I'm saying, all these players that come on the market, I don't know the best players in the world, I don't follow football as closely as you guys, but obviously Mbappe, I know he's there with PSG, I'm assuming, I don't know who else, Haaland is one. Lewandowski, no disrespect, he's getting on a bit now, so not, you know, if he comes on, yeah, he might, I don't know. But why do you think these players, who's going to change the way you play, regardless of your thing, who's going to change? You know and I know, Haaland's going to go into that team and score goals. Next year, Spurs have got two players that guarantee you 20 goals, yeah? I would say Arsenal have got a chance with the with the youngsters that you get into double figures. Who have you got in that squad? Take Ronaldo. He, you've got to admit, he's 37 now. Hey, take Ronaldo out. Yeah, but he's, but he's 37. He can't go on forever. It's, it's a physical impossibility. He can't. So if he gets injured or he's, he can't, who's going to score goals for you? Well, that's where the transfer window will have to strengthen, Yeah, but it? who are you going to buy that's going to be better than the players I've just mentioned? Who are you going to buy is going to be better than Antonio? Who are you going to buy is going to be better than Jamie Vardy? Better who are you going to buy? I can name say, a lot of players better than Antonio. Who? I can name a lot of players better than Antonio. The Uyghur. Well, go on then. Well, for, for starters, I think Rashford will get more goals next season. Then he didn't know. San, Sancho will, will only yeah, get better. Yeah, confidence is gone. Their confidence has yeah, gone. They're gonna, they're gonna have their confidence back, and they've got a manager. Why are they get, where are they gonna get this confidence from? From one manager coming in. He's not that good. Come on, be realistic. You you've got to build these players back up. I'm not saying Rashford's not a better player than Antonio. I'm not saying Sancho's not, but at the moment their confidence is so brittle. If they have a poor summer with England, which they could do if they, I don't know if they're in the squad or whatever, that, that could hurt them again. You you you've got to rebuild them from nothing. I don't they're think Sancho. I don't think Sancho or Rashford are in the squad for the Nations well, League. Well, <laughs> and that sh- and that shows how bad they are at the moment because their confidence is completely shot. I'm not debating their ability, but their confidence is gone. They play in a team that is poisonous. They don't want to be there. You got a defence that couldn't keep a clean sheet if their life depended on it. I, I honestly don't think you. I don't know if you can see how bad United are looking at oh, I can see how bad, but I can see how bad we, we can only. Because you brought one manager in from Ajax. You'd seriously think it, he's, he's coming from Ajax. He's not coming from. He's not coming from Manchester. Oh, yeah. From yeah but players. look, he's done Ajax in the Champions League. It's yeah, has he won it? Yeah, but he's got to the semi final with Congratulations. Ajax. Congratulations. Did you see what That's Lucas did to Ajax? <laughs> Congratulations, got the semi. Not Real Madrid, not Bayern Munich, not PSG, not teams that should be reaching the semi. But that, doesn't, that doesn't make him. A, the Spurs got to the final. He, he got a lot yeah, to prove. Did a brilliant job. He got a lot to prove, though. He's, it's his first season. I'm not, I'm not slagging him off in under any way at all. But what I'm saying is, he's got a lot to learn as well. He's coming into a massively competitive league compared to the Dutch league, hugely competitive league. So I, I, I think you're a bit disillusioned with the fact that I don't think. You should be looking for top four. You should be looking next year oh, just to stabilise. Leon, Leon, here's my prediction. You're going to get waste next season. Maybe. You're going to have a well, waste season wait, into this year. Top four has got to be the aim next, this, next season. <laughs> I just give up. I just don't know what to say. It's so, okay. So if well, if you don't get top four, then you want to sack him. Being serious for a minute, what should we be aiming for next season? I you told you stability. A better football relationship. It's get better. Stability. Because you can't at the moment, you can't compete with the teams we talked to. You can't. Because unfortunately, because you've spent such a lot of money and the, the, 
the training seems to be rotten. There's fighting going on off the pitch. I, I don't know what's gone on there, but it's, you've literally got to start from zero. You're not we finished like 10 points behind. Just, 10 you're points. Gonna be, you're going to be a bit like a Bournemouth in a way. Come back up because you've got to start from zero. Ten, 10 points off top four. You don't think we can bridge that gap? No, absolutely not at the moment. The other teams are getting better as well. They're not going to stay the same. Yeah, and I think Leicester like you're not the only team again. improving. I, I, I think, and I'm not being disrespectful to this Ten Hag, and you've got to give him three years. I agree 100% give him time. But he needs time. You can't expect to go yeah, of course he does. this season to go and end to go to top four. And that'd be funny. And no, no, that's you know, I'm not saying we will get top four next season, but that's got to be, over the process, that's got to be the aim. Not in the that's first the season. Stabilise it. Rebuild players, trust, rebuild. The f- it's, it's not about getting anywhere. If you go into the Champions League now, you're going to embarrass yourselves again. You might get a bit of money. Go in the Champions League, we'll have more money, and when players will want to come, so we'll only get better. So we won't get embarrassed ourselves, will we? I, I appreciate your loyalty, but I just think you're way off. In my opinion, I think you're way off. Absolutely. Don't get me. I'm not saying we'll go off. on and win the league next year. I'm saying being a bit more least the next season, the target needs to be top four, and then maybe obviously winning the league cup, and then if we don't win the trophy next year. Or the Europe, we don't win the Europa League or a trophy next year. Then the second season will then be going on to win a trophy. No, I think you need you need you need as a United fan realize you ain't gonna be competing for trophies in the next couple of years. You're not it's like Liverpool weren't in the. Oh, 90s. we could, we could win the Europa League next year. Yeah, but, but what do you mean? Why? Where are you? I don't, you, you you've already lost that final. You, you've already been. You lost to Middlesbrough at home in the cup. I, and now you're looking to win. I don't. You're not even close. You're not even close to winning trophies, Leon. I, I got being disrespectful. You're not even close. I, I, I just find that United fans have got to realize you ain't winning nothing for years. It's going to take a lot of rebuilding to get Man United back to, to competing with your Man Cities, your Chelsea's, your Liverpools, your Spurs, now your Arsenal's. Because I think Arsenal are going to invest. They've got a, they've got a better structure at the moment. I'm not saying Targ is better than Arteta. I'm not getting to all that. What I'm saying is they've got a base there. They know it, what they're doing. Yeah, question for you. Do you think Arteta's better managing than Targa? Yeah, at the moment. So obviously he is. Hundred percent he is. I'm not saying he won't. He might not go on to win as much, and he might. You don't know what happens in football, but hundred percent Arteta is a better manager than than Targ. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. He is literally taking Arsenal. Now, being in mind, Arsenal in this position. Probably a couple of years. They were all over the place. It was rotten. It was all going wrong. And he's built it. And he's, you know, he's got him fifth, which okay, might not be much for Arsenal. But I think that's a massive step forward. Massive. You know, like you said, you got youngsters who've got confidence now. They're enjoying. They look. They're enjoying their play. They're not. They're not being. You know, you had the the guy who plays for Switzerland. Uh, I don't know what's his name. Yaka. Yeah, you know, being booed by his fans. Everything was going on with Arsenal. They look a much more happier group at the moment. Hundred percent. So, and that's Arteta, and I've got to give him credit for what he's done there. He's, he's, he's just instilled discipline. He's, he's obviously got the fun back. He's building and building, which, which Tar's going to have to do from, from the start. But don't think you're going to be competing for top four and trophies because you ain't. Because you're not good enough. Your squad's not good enough. Nowhere near good enough. I want to say it quickly on the, on the board situation. He said, come out this week, that apparently when Ollie got sacked that all the players decided you know who they potentially wanted it was available and Cristiano Ronaldo apparently said didn't want Conte because of his playing style which and a lot of the players didn't which obviously blocked the move for Conte to go to thing and obviously go to Tottenham so I mean you know tells you a lot about it doesn't tell you a lot. It just tells you they want to train twice a day and become successful. Well, no, it's it, it, it trains how poison the club was, doesn't it? It shows how poison yeah. the 
because I'm sorry, Conte didn't he train twice a day? They look, and all I'm seeing from Conte, every single person has given him not one Spurs player has, has stepped out of line. Dyer said he's changed his life. That's how much he's done it. So I think again, yeah, shows how bad United are. You can't have as much as I love Ronaldo. You can't have him making decisions like that. It's nothing to do with him who the manager is. That's literally Ronaldo going at the end. I don't want to press. I want to stand up front. Yeah, I don't blame him at 37. I don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, the, the final one, Ronaldo. We haven't won a game this season that hasn't that hasn't featured Ronaldo. Obviously, he had a hip injury the other day. But I mean, yeah, get, get his hip done. He's getting on a bit now. Only hip replacement. <laughs> <laughs> but goal difference is zero. Worst points tally. Most but don't goals. Worry, you'd be, be going for top four next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just forget. I mean, goal difference is zero. Is so funny. <laughs> I mean, just, you, were, you were angry the same you like celebrated. It was incredible. Do you, um, where would you be without Ronaldo's goals in the league? Do you know where you'd be in the table without his goals? Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Like, you, you know, he's only, he's only nine years younger than me. All right, I haven't got a six-pack like him. That's crazy, 17. <laughs> we'd, be fighting, we'd be fighting Leeds and Burnley on the final day. For... My goodness, my goodness. But, like I said, sooner we f- we'll forget about this season now, all done and dusted as well. Elsewhere, the Premier League that day, um, Leicester beat Southampton 4-1 recovery at the end of the season Madison with one goal Vardy with another and Perez with two they award Prowse scoring a penalty for Southampton um, as well and then crucially there were some massive games at the bottom as well Leeds stayed up on the final day beating Brentford 2-1 um, Rafinha scoring a penalty in the 56th minute before Sergi Canio scoring a brilliant header in the 78th minute Got booked because he took his shirt off celebrating a minute later, but a challenge in on, I think it was Jack Harrison, um, to get a straight red card. And then Jack Harrison in the 94th minute, a brilliant goal to fire Leeds up, to stay up in the Premier League next season and send Burnley down, who lost at home to Newcastle 2-1. Callum Wilson scoring a penalty in the 20th minute, a crazy handball from Nathan Collins. As well, then Maxwell, uh, sorry, Callum Wilson scored a second on the hour mark before Maxwell Corney scoring in the 69th minute, but it wasn't enough for Burnley and they get relegated um, as well. So, obviously, disappointment, but they're going to be playing Cardiff City um, next year as well. So, after 380 games, uh, the Premier League is finally done. Um, well, in a way, an incredible season as well. And this is how it ended the table. Man City uh, winning the league, 93 points. Liverpool, 92. Chelsea, 74. Tottenham, 71. Arsenal, 69. Man United, 58. West Ham, 56. Leicester, 52. Brighton, 51. Wolves, 51. Newcastle, 49. Crystal Palace, 48. Finishing in 12th with a goal difference of four. Newcastle finishing above them on a goal difference of minus 18. I mean, it's remarkable in itself. Brentford, 46. Aston Villa, 45. Southampton, 40. Everton, 39. Leeds, 38. And the bottom three going down. Burnley, 35. Watford, 23. And Norwich, 22. So, obviously, it's, um, the Champions League places. Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. And Tottenham going to the Champions League group stage. Arsenal and Man United into the group stages of Champions League and West Ham in the Conference League um, as well. So a brilliant, remarkable Premier League um, season as well. And before we get on to the awards, just wrapping up what else happened in um, England and Europe, in Europe this this weekend. 
as well. The League One playoff final was won by Sunderland beating Wickham 2-0. Farewell for Akin Fenwa, um, the beast he was known as as well. 40 years old, um, described by Jurgen Klopp, legend of football. So it'd be sad to see him go as well. But it's Sunderland that get promoted to the championship um, as well. Elsewhere in Europe, it was the final day of Serie this weekend. AC Milan bidding to win their first Serie A title in 11 years. And Max, they did do it in comfortable and brilliant style, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, it is really impressive that they've managed to do that. And obviously to do it with the squad they've done, it's impressive that they've they've constructed that team. And I think you look at you look at the players they brought in, they've got you know an impressive mix of uh, youth and experience, obviously bringing in young English players. Um, you know, like Tamori, um, and has done a fantastic job this season, but also, you know, involvement of uh, you know, players like Zlatan and, and Giroud. So, yeah, I mean, the, it's been a long and, and, and difficult journey they've gone through. Uh, and obviously, uh, having, I think they were, they were a few years ago, financial difficulty, um, were, they were banned from European competitions as well. And, and to be, you know, where they are now, which is, you know, top of the table um, and, and pipping their, uh, you know, cross-city well, that's the same stadium, so the city rivals um, to, to it. I mean, yeah, that is absolutely what, what you want to see. And um, yeah, an incredible journey, an incredible story, um, a, a fantastic achievement for them. So they're obviously in the Champions League group stage alongside Inter Milan, Napoli, Juventus, Lazio and Roma in the Europa League. Obviously Roma already in Nicola, they won the Conference League and Fiorentina in the Conference League. Atalanta not even getting European football as well. Porto won the Portuguese League this weekend. And as I said, um, Roma won the Conference League, the first ever Conference League final as well. Jose keeping up his brilliant record in European finals, five finals, four clean sheets, five victories. I mean, just look at his record. The last trophy with Man United, he won as well in 2017. He obviously won the Champions League with Porto and Inter and obviously beaten Celtic with Porto and the UEFA Cup. And now he's beaten Feyenoord as well. I mean, you know, just shows why he's one of the best managers of all time. First manager to win all three European trophies. But on Roma's point of view, Max, it's their first trophy since um, 2007 to when they won the Copa Italia. Their first, mate, or their first UEFA title it is. And... You know, just quite remarkable, really. Yeah, admittedly, they are favourites to go on and win the Conference League, especially when Tottenham got knocked out in the group stages. But, I mean, it's a remarkable achievement by Mourinho. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think this is the upside of, of a tournament like the Conference League, and, and that's giving, you know, opportunity to, to, to you know, teams like Roma, a good, you know, big club, but maybe less, maybe less likely to go and win, uh, you know, a competition like the uh, Europa League. and. And yeah, I mean, obviously, this is this is a big achievement, and you know, whatever criticisms you have about uh, the, the Conference League, uh, it is it is certainly an opportunity for for clubs to to get a European trophy, and and obviously testament to to, to Mourinho for going and do it, <clears throat> going and doing it, because uh, you know, obviously, that'd be a special moment for Roma fans. And quickly, Tammy Abraham. I mean, got to be in the World Cup squad, surely, for England. 27 goals this season and delivered Roma their first trophy in 14 years. I mean, what a season he's had over in Italy. Yeah, I mean, you could argue, you know, brave brave thing to go out and do, to go to another country, um, seek an opportunity. But obviously, it's paid off. And I think I've said before that, uh, you know, I'd like to see other, you know, young English players going and doing the same because obviously, you know, it's worked so well for, you know, players you look like, 
uh, Sancho, for example, or obviously Bellingham and, and Tamori as well in, over in Italy uh, for Milan. You know, and it, it's worked because these uh, these players go and get game time elsewhere. And, and you know, I think, uh, yeah, I'd like to see more, more players doing that. Uh, I think it is a good thing. Yeah, so brilliant for Roma to win that. And then finally, Rangers uh, managed to get over the Europa League. Uh, well, hate terrible, well, see, or heartbreak for them in midweek by beating Hearts after extra time 2-0 as well. I know, Lloyd, quickly, you said afterwards you agreed with me that uh, Celtic have had a better season this year because they've won the league and the League Cup. Well, I don't, I don't know if I said I agree, and I... I definitely get where you're coming from. I think I think it is definitely debatable, but I, I don't know. Like the Rangers did do to do so well against our final. They, they put a good performance as well. I, I don't know. It, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to agree with you as well. I think that's the main thing. Normally, <laughs> I just uh, disagree with you. So. Yeah, a remarkable achievement Rangers have had this season um, as well. And then in the Women's Champions League, Leon shocked probably a lot of people by beating Barcelona 3-1 um, there over in the Juventus Stadium as well to win that Champions League um, as well. But then moving on to the Premier League finally and our Premier League um, awards and looking back at some, t- well, terrible predictions um, as well. The actual awards given out, obviously the Golden Boot was shared between Mo Salah and Son, 23 goals, Son becoming the first Asian player to do so, and he hasn't scored a penalty this season um, as well. The first player to ever do that just shows how brilliant he's been for Tottenham in the season. Salah won the Playmaker Awards, 13 assists, and the Golden Glove uh, for the clean sheets was shared between Alisson and Edison with 20 clean sheets as well. And Fernandinho, I didn't realise they did this, most powerful goal, 117 kilometers per hour the player of the season went to debatable in a minute Kevin De Bruyne 15 goals and seven assists in 29 games beating Trent Alexander-Arnold, Bowen, Saka, Son, Ward-Prowse, Cancelo, Salah all to that award as well. Man of the season went to Jurgen Klopp um, obviously Liverpool second in the league he beat Thomas Frank, Pep Guardiola, Eddie Howe, Patrick Vieira and young player of the year Beating the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold, Conor Gallagher, Tyrek Mitchell, Mount Ramsdale, uh, Rice and Saka was Phil Foden as well. Nine goals, five assists in 27 games as well, which I don't agree with. I mean, you know, you've just got to look at Mason Mount, scored more goals, more assists in what, just about the same amount of um, games as well. But going on to our, our awards now and... Well, we think we'll start off with um, best player. I mean, <laughs> probably we can all agree on on one aspect. But Max, who have you gone for? Have you stayed loyal to Son, or have you gone down? No, I mean, <coughs> obvious I, route. I, I would have liked to put Son, but I, th- I don't think you can argue with with Salah. Just his pure output in terms of goals and assists. Yeah, I've gone for Salah. Lloyd, have you gone Mo Salah, or have you gone someone else? Uh, I, I think it's Sada, but I'll put. I'll say I think Valdry. I, I think he. I think he's up there as well. I'd, I'd put him second. So, but like I do think he could look best Sada. Sada, Alex, Sada for you. No, Son for me. Do you think really? Player of the year, you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, player of the season. Son, hundred percent, because I think 
to be fair to him, Spurs were rocking. They were all over the shop. You had the Kane instance going on. You had you had things going on that you know that wasn't right to that club. And what he did, he stepped up. And like you said, uh, great point. No penalties. No pa- That's incredible to hit twenty three goals without a penalty. I honestly think, yeah, for me, Son, no doubt about it. No I'm doubt about it. Really argue with that. I mean, it's fair fair point there um, as well. Young player, you know, I. We decided this was under 21. Obviously, you know, you've got the likes of Trent Ramsdale actually nominated for it. But I thought, you know, Arsenal being poor second half of the season. And I decided this weeks ago, and I'm not going against it. It's been brilliant this season. I got good by Kyle Sacco. I think he's had a, a brilliant season as well. Obviously, all the problems he had with England, missing the penalty in the Euros to come back and what he's done this season. I mean, a brilliant season. Lloyd, are you sticking loyal to Saka? Yeah, it's, it's easily Saka. I, I, like, I, I really feel like he should have got the young player of the year one. But like, I, I don't get why it's under 23s. Like that means 24-year-olds winning it. And it's like I, this should be a rule as well. It's, you should only be able to win it once. Like it was to see Foden win it again. Or like Declan Rice. Like you're naming young players. No one goes, oh yeah, Declan Rice. It's like 23. I Foden's out of port uh, out of his season. He's out. Yeah, what's Foden done what's anyway? He's done nothing. nothing. I 100% agree. Not often I say that, but I agree. And Mikhail Saka been brilliant for you. And like I said, after what he went through in the in the Euros and the heartbreak to come back, and he's been definitely Arsenal Arsenal's best player this season. You think? No, easily, easily. Yeah, can't do. Max Mikhail Saka, young player of the yeah, year. Yeah, the so. same. I'd say Saka. And Alex Saka for you. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. I think Foden. I just think he's really? won the Premier League. What's yeah, he done? I, I, what has he the, done? What do you mean he won the Premier League? What do you mean what no. has he done? Jack Green, we're going about biggest flops. Jack Green has run the Premier League and what's he done this year? Yeah, but, yeah, but he, didn't, he didn't get a award. And you're the one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're the one that says... He's had five or six. He's played a lot of games. You you, you guys, not oh. me, I never mentioned him out of games. 27 games. Footballers play, but you guys do a lot. It's a lot of your makeup on. You got to look after players and all this rubbish. He's played a lot. I, I think it's all the nonsense. He's, he should be paying a lot of the amount of money he's paid. But I think yeah, he's been brilliant for every time I've seen yeah, him. He's been, been brilliant. I I don't know what I don't know why you're on. And you're and you're the one, right? You're the one. They said, oh, you don't give Arsenal the respect. Blah, blah, I do blah, give blah, Arsenal the respect. Off but I'm, but the one time Arsenal, given... Arsenal came fifth, the Man City came first. And that's what I'm saying. That, so what's he done? Samuel has been Arsenal's best player. I didn't say he wasn't Arsenal's best player. He started half a game for season. It don't matter. You, you're giving the walk because he's come back from what? Missing a penalty. What are you, three? Brilliant. He, the he hasn't killed anyone. He hasn't lost his mum off that. He missed the penalty. He's been brilliant this season. I'm not saying he has, but he, unfortunately, when you look at his trophies, it's a big fat... <laughs> nothing. Not even oh, a dot. He gets to a cup final. So what, I don't understand how he can be playing the season. I don't... So what you're saying now is you might as well bring someone like, I don't know, perhaps the guy who played for Leeds. You might as well, because well, well, they stayed up. Well, great. I don't get what you're, you're anti-folding about. I don't understand. I don't get it. If, if you're saying that Saka doesn't get it because he hasn't won anything, we went impressive. How are you giving Son the player of the year then? That's a, that's a great Because he's scored 23 goals. That's why. Saka scored Saka more than Foden. So what? What I'm saying is, I'm not saying so that Saka is rubbish. What I'm saying is, whoa, 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 how can you be anti Foden? So how can, you, how can anyone who knows football be anti Foden? I don't get it. 
No one's no one far better player. Than you. Far better player. He is a better player, player, but this season he hasn't been, is he? Son, Lloyd makes a great point there. Son, yeah, okay, top goal. I'm not arguing with your point. I think that's a great shout. But what has he won this season? What has he won? Salah's won two trophies. Okay, I'll accept that point. But what he has done, he's got Spurs into the Champions League. And under under your world, the Champions League is the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. He's got him in the Champions League. And and recently, recently, Arsenal, recently, Arsenal. Arsenal Arsenal in the Champions League. Well, no, recently, I'm not having this. I'm sticking up for Arsenal. Arsenal been poor the past few months, and Sack has carried him through a lot of that, and he's had injuries. They came fifth, fifth out of 20, so literally a quarter. That's all. Wow, they came fifth in the league. Well done. Brilliant. But what I'm saying is, how can you not like Foden when he's just gone and he won the league? He's had, what, five goals? Nine assists. Every time I've seen five goals. If you look at the fantasy football points, he's quite high. Fred, so Fred, has, scored, Fred has scored the same amount as Phil Foden this season. Just saying. Fred. Fred. Anyway, moving on. Young player. Alex talking absolute nonsense on that. Gobby Bakari Saka. Let's see if he talks more nonsense. Manager. Yeah, Pep's won the league for me. Yeah, Klopp's won two, uh, two trophies already this season. But I thought I'd go down a different route. Thomas Frank at Brentford. Done a brilliant job. All of you lot, apart from myself, put Brentford go down and they finish, what, what did they say, 14? I just think Thomas Frank for me. Alex? Eddie Howe for me. Good shout again to Newcastle around some Max. Yeah, I've gone Thomas Frank as well. Thomas Frank. Lloyd? No, I also went Thomas Frank. Yeah, I think what he's done with Brentford this season, um, you know, maybe doesn't get the credit it deserves as well. Best breakthrough player? As many could go for. I went again, Brentford, Brian and Bembo, brilliant this season. Um, Max, who did you go for? Well, I mean, it's difficult to say in, in context of, you know, where they ended up finishing. But I think Manuel Dennis deserves a shout out for what he did with uh, Watford, yeah. although he got relegated. Still a fantastic season. Yeah, Lloyd. What do you mean by like breaks here? Well, it was like like Dennis is breaking through the season. You know, you had Anthony Gordon, Everton, Drewsbury Hall, Jacob Ramsey, Mark Gay, Elise, just to name some top men. Yeah, I, like, I, think, I think Gay, he's pretty good shit. Yeah. Alex, best breakthrough? The guy for Liverpool, Dick Diaz. You think, yeah. And I actually agree in some sense. I think best signing has got to be Luis Diaz, 40 million halfway through the season, being brilliant. Best signing for you, Lloyd? Uh, I'm not sure on this, so I'll give it a man who Max? I've got to go with Christian Eriksen. Yeah, and Alex? Jack Grealish, 100%. Or Donny van der Beek. See, it's best signing. Uh, I've got a clue. I don't, there has been a, a great signing. Oh, I, I, what's his name? The, the guy I just said with um, Luis Philippe. Diaz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kulisewski, I would argue in that. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one. Worst signing slash biggest flop. Easily. Easily. Jack Greenlish and Romelu Lukaku. Two people. You can't pick two people. Yeah, I I picked two because they're just as bad as each other. I'd say that's not true, though. 
<laughs> and this season, okay, great. I'd say the Parker thing, but Jack Green is just because of price tag. Absurd. They were, they were the same price. <laughs> Green is 100 million, Lukaku is 70. But that's why I go the same. I suppose Lukaku would be 800 million as well. Yeah, I thought it was looking like, I, I was looking 97. Oh, they're as bad as each other. Uh, do you agree, Lloyd? Who have you gone for? No, I'm going to put Ronaldo there. It's annoying. I'm going to say Ronaldo. Yeah, loads of wages. He basically got only sank. What's the difference? What, no, tell me, Leon. What is the difference between what is the difference? Lloyd, what is it? I mean, Lloyd, Leon. What is the difference between what Grealish has done and what Sancho's done? Greenish has obviously won the league, but but. Well, so he's better then. I I genuinely put Sancho. I think Grealish has been very underrated this season. I don't think he's been a flop, but I think he's played quite well. His numbers look good. It looks good when you watch him. The best thing he's done this season is provide entertainment at the end end of season bus tour. At least they've won their celebration. (laughs) Alex. Sancho, 100%. 100%. Not, Not even a doubt. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying he won't go on to be good, but this year he's been atrocious. Yeah, I would yeah. say he's been better than you. Haven't put Lukaku in there. I mean, Jack I, yeah, he's been poor. I agree. I'm, I'm not saying he hasn't. Grealish hasn't been great, but I think Sancho has topped a lot. I think he's been shocking every time I've seen him. He, he's had one or two good games, but then he just gives the ball away. He makes the wrong decision. Just looks lost. Look, look completely lost coming from the, you know, the Bundesliga. And I thought he would hit the ground running, but I think he's been really poor. Really, really poor. And if we haven't debated a lot already, especially with the young player and Alex's tripe about that team of the season now, is it all Alex? You're probably playing four four two, are you? The you know yeah. boring yeah. Lloyd Max, are you playing four three three? You normal? Yeah, four three three. Yeah, I've changed it. I've gone four two four, and explain why in a minute. Oh no! Your midfield is going to be like De Bruyne as well. So I'm going first because I'm going to defend my point here. Goalkeeper. <laughs> I've gone David De Gea, right? And I, I know yeah. you say it's tough to leave out Alisson. Ramsdale's been brilliant to see, or poor since February when Arsenal went through the tough patch in April as well and obviously had his injury. But I thought De Gea, brilliant saves. Two of his saves nominated for best saves of the season. Kept us in it a lot this season as well. I would say maybe there's a debate player of the season is. over Ronaldo, but for me, Gobby De Gea. And maybe that's United bias, but I think, you know, I've watched Definitely him a lot this is. season and our defence has been horrendous and he has made some crucial saves. And especially what he went through last year, the Europa League final and, oh you know, my God. how bad he was <laughs> to come back. It's his just... fault. You, you lost the game because he's... That's what I said. After all he went through and... You know how bad he was in that final to come back, and he had a brilliant season. That's why I'm he going to hear. He's had an awful season. It's Allison. Lloyd, you've gone Allison. Everyone else to say Allison. Alex, have you gone Allison? Liverpool keeper, yeah, Allison, yeah. yeah. Max. Um, I think the actual answer is Allison, but you could you, you give a shout out to Saar just because uh, for Wolves they just play in a way that makes him important but in terms of the actual best keeper yeah I think I right, fair enough the the back four it's got to be Cancelo for me and Trent the wing backs and then the two centre backs 
Joel Matip, I thought, had to be in it. I wanted to leave Van Dijk because I don't think he has been... It's been his most impressive season. Come on, he's been better than Matip. No, 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 I I have got him in it, but I did want to maybe bring in maybe a Laporte or whatever, but I thought, no, Van Dijk. It hasn't been his best of seasons, but he still has been solid, so... I've gone Cancelo, John Matip, Van Dijk and Trent. Lloyd, go on yours. Uh, I'll go Van, D- Van Dijk, Trent. I think they have to be in it. Can't even argue against that. Yeah. I'll put, yeah, I'll put Cancelo in there. I don't know. I, I think he's kind of on level with Robertson. I'll put, I'll put Laporte in there. Yeah. Fair enough. Max, for you, you're back for? Yeah, pretty similar. Um, Trent and, and Van Dijk. Uh, it's difficult between Robertson and Cancelo, but I think I'll say Cancelo just for variety. Um, and then I think Rudiger is a, a, the other centre back for me. Yeah, oh, great shot there, Alex. You're back for. I got um, what's his name, Harry Maguire, captain. Um, <laughs> well, after summer, yeah, as well. <laughs> Wanda <Wampusaka laughs> got Luke Shaw and um, Lindelof. Is it Lindelof? No, <laughs> <laughs> I got for um, yeah, Trent and. Van Dyke, Cancelo, and Rudiger. Uh, obviously, Andy Robson being brilliant second half. No, season. he has been good, yeah. To be yeah. him and Cancelo, I think you could toss the coin between those two. Right. Two, two midfielders for me. Best CDM in the world this year, Rodri, for me. He's got to go in here. And, of course, the best midfielder in the world, Kevin De Bruyne. It's got to be in there. Your three in midfield, Max. Um, I've gone for uh, your three in midfield, like you said. I've gone for Rodri. Um, and honestly, I mean, I think it's difficult because De Bruyne is probably deserves to be in there, but he did rob Player of the Year. So I, I don't know if I want to keep him in there. But um, yeah, I think I'll go for... See, I was conflicted here. I want to put Thiago in, but it'd be just because I feel bad for having you know two attacking midfielders there. But... No, I think I'll go for De Bruyne and then Eriksen. And so De Bruyne, Eriksen, and who was the other one? Sorry. Rodri. Rodri, yeah. Lloyd? Uh, I'll go Rodri, De Bruyne, Weiss. Weiss. Alex, you're four in midfield. Well, no, because I've obviously got different teams to you, boys, so I'm obviously mixing and matching. I got right. for Declan Rice. I thought he's been, he was very good for West Ham. I went for Rodri, but I went for Mane and Salah because I don't look at them as strikers. I look at them as midfielders. Okay. So um, I got, but obviously I look at football differently because obviously they play the different these days. But I, if I was going four four two, I got Mane and Salah in mind and uh, Rodri. I got Mane one side, Salah one side, and Rodri and Rice in the middle. No Mason Mount, no Emil Smith Rowe in anyone, no, no Mares. No. You know? no. <laughs> no. Okay, and. My front four, so you've got two wingers, Salah and Son, and the front two, it's got to be the GOAT, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Ivan Tony for me. Been brilliant for Brentford this season. Do, do, do you want to try that again now, yeah? <laughs> Easy, easily, it's got to be Son, Salah, Ronaldo, and Ivan Tony. Who was your player of the season again? Mo Salah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on and load your front three. Are you, are you, are you joking or not? <laughs> no. Uh, how? You've given a play of the season, so it doesn't make you start a level. He does. Salah. I said Salah. I said Salah, Ronaldo, Tony, and Son. Said Son. No. I yeah, say... I've got Salah and Son. I'm Ronaldo. Oh, you have four, don't you? You have, oh, yeah. you have four. 
You were, oh, that's a midfield, is it? I had two in midfield, didn't I? I had KDB um, and Pogba. Yeah, I've done the maths right, yeah. I might put I might put Salah like left back then. Put him in goal. Put him in goal. Yeah, on then. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm gonna Ben White. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Sana Son. Saka. Sana Son Saka. Max. Um, a bit of a conundrum here. Um. But do you know what? I mean, I'm just going to I'm just, yeah, just going to say Son, uh, Salens, put Kane in there as people can. Kane, Alex, and your well, two. I, I, I've gone for Son and Kane up front, but obviously I know they don't play up front. But that's why I've, I've got them ten and eleven. Kane. I think Kane's been, to be fair, all right, his goals. I don't know how many goals he scored, but some of his assists and some of his passing, some of his movement has been absolutely incredible. Possibly the best I've ever seen in the Premier League. His movement, his passing, his touches. It's just a wonder to watch. It really is. He's a class, class, class act. And to me, I, I'm not being funny. I don't care what people are going to say about Haaland. I think Man City have made the wrong decision going for Haaland other than Kane. Other than, you know, obviously, the age. So, because I think Kane is absolutely incredible. And I don't think many people talk about him because he has such a Is he the best striker in the world at the minute? I ben so. In my opinion, he is. I, I think he's the best player in the world. If I'm brutally honest, he's incredible. His touch... His movement, his intelligence, is is the way he brings other players in. I just look at him and think, wow, absolutely wow. Every time I see him, he very rarely misses his pass. I I honestly think he could go down as one of the best players ever to play for in the Premier League. He's that good. Well, he's sat, could... There's been reports today that apparently he's been impressed with Conte in Tottenham's dealings in the summer, that he's about to sign a new contract. Well, yeah, I honestly think he's... And that's the best for me. That'll be the best side of the Spurs will ever make because I honestly think I I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I, all right, you know he started poorly and he didn't want to play. And he wanted to go to Man City, but I still think if Man City had bought Kane and not bought Grealish and gone for the extra fifty million the Spurs wanted or whatever it was, I'm convinced they'd have won a lot more than what you know that they won because they could have rested players. The Champions League game where they dominated, Kane would have put one or two of those in. I I honestly think. And I'm going to go out. He could turn into the best player. And I'm going to include Henri in this to play in the Premier League. I really think he's that good. He's just... I look at him and I think, wow. I just wish he, he, I could be that. He's, he is phenomenal for Spurs. I I, I don't know. I, just, I, I couldn't speak highly enough for the guy. I think he's an absolute... Just, to let, just to let you know, Ronaldo did play in the Premier League, Alex. Just to... Yeah, no, yeah no, I, I'm not saying but I think Kane is... If he stays with Spurs, I would suggest he'll probably beat Shearer's record. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure how many goals he's off, but I think he'll beat that if he keeps going, doesn't get injured. And I honestly think he, he'll go down as one of the best ever to play the game in, in this country. He's just he's just phenomenal. I don't know how many seasons he's done now, like consistently hit over, like, say, 15 goals. I don't know what it is, but he's he's just in, he's insane for me. Absolutely insane. And he didn't play half the season. He still didn't have to be one of the best players in the league. He's just, just bloody phenomenal. phenomenal. No, no one got Jared Bowen though in the teams. Season he's on. So. Yeah, because he's he's, he plays on the right. He's not going to get in over Salah. He's been good. Uh-huh. No, I don't just, just say. No, you took him wherever you want, actually. I'll put him in goals only on. I will go on. I'll put him right. in goals. <laughs> oh, no, but like I said, been a brilliant season um, as well. And then finally. Well, I didn't want to do this, but I thought we had to stick with tradition. The predictions. Um, well, we'll skip past mine. Mine weren't really relevant. Um, 
Although I did say before the transfer window, I said Man City, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Leicester, Villa, Tottenham, Leeds, Arsenal, Palace, <laughs> <laughs> West Ham, Wolves, Brighton, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle. And I had the bot I had the bottom three in the right order to go down. Burnley, Watford and Norwich. And then I did change it obviously after the transfer window. Um we won't mention who I said to finish top of the league. Uh, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Leicester, Arsenal. Oh, God, I put, uh, West, Aston Villa, West Ham. I put Arsenal finished 10th after the start of the season. Wow. <laughs> Everton, Arsenal, Leeds, Brighton, Burnley, Brentford, Newcastle, Wolves, Palace, Southampton, Watford and Norwich. Oh, God. Alex, to be fair to you, didn't change your prediction, did you? After the transfer window, you stuck by your gut. No, I got, a, I got it completely wrong. <laughs> who did you say? Do you remember who you said to win the league? I think it was Chelsea I had done. <laughs> that worked well. To be fair, you said Man City second. This is obviously in the order. You said Liverpool would finish third. Man United would finish fourth. Chelsea would obviously win the league. You said Leicester would finish ninth. You said Aston Villa would finish seventh. Tottenham would finish eighth. Leeds would finish tenth. Arsenal would finish fifth. You called that very well. I mean, not even loitered Arsenal would finish fifth. Well, you said, I've got Oh, yeah, sorry. In the, Yeah, sorry, after the transfer window, yeah. But didn't loiter, they win the title? Or was that you saying Man United win the title? <laughs> right, we said we'd ignore. <laughs> you called Palace to finish 15th, Everton to finish 6th, West Ham 12th, uh, Wolves 16th, that went a bit pear-shaped, Brighton 14th. Well, I was the only one to back Brentford. You said 19th Brentford, 17th Southampton, 13th Newcastle, you had correct, 11th Burnley, 18th Watford and 20th Norwich. Um, so obviously you didn't change it. Lloyd, you went Man City to win the, this initially. You put Man City to win the league. Liverpool to finish second. Man United to finish fourth. Chelsea to, Chelsea to finish third. Um, Leicester to finish sixth, then you put Aston Villa tenth, Tottenham seventh, Leeds eighth, Arsenal to finish sixth, Crystal Palace fourteenth, um, Everton twelfth, not too far off there, Lo- uh, West Ham to finish tenth, Wolves thirteenth, Brighton fourteenth, Brentford eighteenth again, not back in Brentford, Southampton seventeenth, Newcastle fifteenth, close, Brentford sixteenth. Watford to finish bottom and Norwich to finish 19th. And then obviously you did change it. Arsenal <laughs> fifth. Yeah, they must have. I swapped, I swapped 20s and 19th after the transfers. Yeah, you changed probably, that. Probably, not, probably Watford did some good business according to me. <laughs> better than Norwich. You said right. Villa 12th, Burnley 15th. Even better than Brighton 11, Chelsea 3rd. Brentford 18th, Palace 14th, Everton 13th, Leeds 9th, went a bit pear-shaped, Leicester 7th, Liverpool 4th, God, uh, Man City you still back to win the league, Man United, you put, oh God, I'll take that, you put United 2nd, I'll have that, um, Newcastle 17th, Norwich 20th, Southampton 16th, Tottenham 6th, and then obviously Watford 19th and West Ham 8th. Uh, oh, sorry, and Wolves 10th. And Max, your predictions, a bit more accurate looking them, to be fair. You put Man City to win the league initially, Liverpool 3rd, 
Man United fourth, you all back United finished fourth, apart from one idiot that put them to finish top of the league. Um, <laughs> Chelsea second, uh, Leicester fifth, Aston Villa ninth, Tottenham sixth, Leeds tenth, bit more accurate, Arsenal seventh, Crystal Palace fifteenth, Everton eleventh, West Ham in eighth. Yeah, that's it was out no seventh you can shouldn't it? Wolves in sixteenth, Brighton in thirteenth, Brentford eighteen, Southampton fourteen, he's all over the place. Newcastle seventeen and then your bottom three to Burnley sixteenth and then you did correct Watford nineteenth and Norwich twentieth and then you didn't well you say you changed it a little, Arsenal seventh, Aston Villa thirteenth, Burnley fifteenth, Brighton tenth, Chelsea you changed to win the league. You, well, you went with Alex, which is stupid enough. Brentford 18th, you <laughs> stayed the same. Palace 14th, Everton 9th, Leeds 12th, Leicester 6th, Liverpool 4th. You and Lloyd having a shocker on that. Man City 2nd, Man well, United 3rd. Since we first. <laughs> All right, we'll pass that. Newcastle 17th, Norwich bottom in 20th. Then you agreed with Lloyd on 16th, Southampton. 5th Tottenham, 19th Watford, 8th West Ham and 11th Wolves. So I think you were probably the closest apart from putting Liverpool 4th, but <laughs> you said, we won't mention who put uh, United to finish top so we'll end it on that. Thank you for listening. We'll be back for our final show next week for where obviously we got to be neutral but hopefully Real Madrid win the Champions League anyway as well and we'll be joined by Mr Lopez on our final show as well the uh, to see what Scammer, he has calmed down gone away with this one yeah we've got away with this <laughs> to see if Lopez has calmed down after uh, saying Atletico that's the point we've got to remind him he said Atletico would go on and win the Champions League and if I'm aware who does he not... want to win the Champions League Liverpool 100%. I can imagine yeah, yeah. yeah Liverpool 100% so all that to look forward to but hopefully you know, as we said, a Real Madrid win. All is left to say is Hala Madrid. Come on, Madrid in Paris. Thank you for listening and goodbye. I said blue.